You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs. My name is Stephen Simcox. I'm your host and uh, have a, a special guest with me today, former TCU kicker Jaden Oberchrome. He is the leader at TCU. He hit 79 field goals in his career. Um, leader in the Big 12 in field goals made. And I, I know all Horn Frog fans remember him. He had a, a strong leg. Anytime he went out there, you felt like even if it was, you know, 50, 60 plus yards, it was going to go through the uprights. And um, Jaden, I appreciate you hopping on. I know this is a busy time. You shared that with me before we started recording. Jaden's coaching now. He's doing um, Oberchrome kicking. He's, he's training with kickers in Texas and Oklahoma. So first, man, I just wanted to, if you could take me back, what was the recruiting process like for you coming out of Arlington Martin? Because I feel like we don't hear a lot about kickers recruiting process too much. So what, what schools were you considering and what kind of made TCU uh, tip the scales for you as far as ending up there in Fort Worth? Yeah. So as far as kicking goes, um, basically each school will have their own kicking camp uh, throughout the summer. And so basically you basically attend like as many of those as you can. They're all within about three weeks of each other. And, um, it's really like I, what I tell guys is like, hey, you just have to kick good at one of them. And so mm -hmm. that's what my dad told me, like, hey, we're going to go to, you know, eight or nine of these camps, kick really, really good at one of them. And so TCU happened to be the one I kicked really good at. Um, I don't know if it was just because it was close to home. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the staff treated us so well. Uh, the facilities were really nice back then, and the new ones were being built. So there was a lot to look forward to. Uh, Patterson was awesome. Uh, I kicked super well. I, I don't think I missed a field goal that entire day. Uh, one kickoff and then uh, they offered me a full ride like two or three days after the camp um, and then I committed probably two or three days after that I was just kind of thinking you know a, a private Christian school uh, top 10 you know usually every year uh, in the country why not 20 minutes from home I'm sold so and I mean you were on the field pretty much immediately uh, and I know like it's always an adjustment for everybody but kicking seems like something that would be pretty straightforward. I guess, is there any adjustment for you, Jaden, as far as like high school to the college level? Um, is the game any faster or is it still just sort of that same process no matter where, where you're at or, or where you're playing? That's a great question. So basically, I mean, the, the people, that's the biggest thing. I mean, there's way more people at a college game than high school. Mm -hmm. uh, even playing Texas high school football where there's, you know, five, 6,000 people uh, TCU's there's you know there's 55 playing Texas there's 100 uh, so that was the biggest adjustment is just kind of getting used to the people I enjoyed it uh, I, I've kind of like a like an addict for pressure like I, I just love that feeling of you know it, it comes down to me and it's it's hard to recreate that these days um, but yeah. back when I kicked uh, that's really I was almost addicted to it like I, I loved the pressure and I I performed better uh, when there was you know higher stakes so the, you know having the people having the TV uh, crew and stuff like that, that actually, help, I feel like helps me uh, kick better. So, What's the biggest, as a player and, and now as a coach, what's the biggest misconception about kicking that kind of annoys you? Because it's, it's an easy position to sort of crack jokes at. I, I know like the guys that are in the trenches all the time probably look down there and see y'all kicking and think, man, that must be the life. So what's the uh, thing that people say about kickers or just get wrong about that position that makes you cringe when, when you hear it? 
Yeah, there, there's not a lot. Uh, I would say the biggest one is I see this all over Twitter and every, you know, every, a lot of NFL games and college games, they say this, and the announcer will say for a longer field goal, he has to drive the football uh, to like to keep it low. Right. Uh, that is like the farthest thing from the truth. Like any kicker that knows that uh, when you have a longer field goal, you still have to get the ball up. In fact, assuming you're not against like a super strong wind, the higher the ball, generally the farther it will carry. Um, so if you think of like, uh, you know, long drive hitters in golf, they are looking for like slow spin, but high launch. And so you kind of need the high launch for the ball to carry. A long field goal is the same way. You do not want to drive it. <laughs> and you were on some, I mean, you were on some great teams, the 2014 team. Won a conference title. You, you win a Peach Bowl against Old Miss. 2015 was another great season. Um, I've seen Gary saying recently, Coach P has said, this group feels like they have really good chemistry um, and he's excited about their potential. What was it like in the locker room? I'm sure it's easier when you're winning games, but could you sense that going into 2014, coming off that year where you were four and eight, that the tide was sort of turning and it felt like the, everybody was sort of buying in and, and was together? You know, Patterson's always, always been good at that. Uh, whenever he has an off year, you know, kind of coming back the next year and having a really good one. Um, and that's what's, you know, he's been there 20 years now. I mean, that's, that's what's kept him at TCU. And uh, what were we expecting to be that good? I'm not sure. I'm probably the wrong guy to ask. You know, I just kind of kicked and, you know, went about my stuff. Um, but was it normal for Patterson and predictable for Patterson? Yeah. For sure. We'll keep our interview with Jaden rolling in a second. Before I did that, though, I did want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar, for my money, is the most delicious protein bar there is out there on the market today. Uh, and another great thing about Built Bar is it's good for you. It's only 180 calories. It's uh, five grams of sugar, five grams of carbs. So it's good for you, but it's also tastes delicious. It's a nice snack. It's going to fill you up. I usually eat a built bar uh, before I go into work in the morning and it ties me over, you know, really well until lunchtime. There's some amazing flavors. Coconut brownie chunk is my favorite, but also um, German chocolate, peanut butter, lemon almond cheesecake. Those are some of my favorites as well. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code locked on and get 15% off your next order. Try built bar today. Here's part two of my conversation with former TCU kicker, Jaden Overcrown. You, you talked about being addicted to pressure earlier. So when you come up in a big situation, did your mindset change at all? Did you try to just keep it as simple as possible, go through your normal process? Or, I mean, can you sort of feel that building up, whether it's on the road or at home and, and you're in a big situation trying to nail a field goal? Yeah, you can definitely feel it, feel it uh, you know, kind of building up as the game goes on because you start to look at the score and you're doing the math and you say, okay, you know, if we score this next touchdown, we're down by two with four minutes left. So like mm -hmm. I might have to hit a game winning field goal um, or something like that. So you can definitely, you know, feel the build up. Um, I, I really just enjoyed for, I, I'm, I'm very different than most people. I just really enjoyed the, the pressure, the relying on your faith, the going through your routine. Yeah, it just felt like the game slowed down in those moments compared to just, you know, another 40 yard field goal when you're up by 30. Um, so I, it's like those moments I, I cherish, you know, I cherish greatly. I, I can't, these days I can't recreate them. You know, these days it's like, 
uh, 10 foot putt to get five bucks from my buddy, you know, and maybe the car girl's watching, but <laughs> that's the most pressure I can get these days. And uh, no, it's one thing I miss for sure. What was the one you were most proud of? You had the game winner against West Virginia. You had some huge kicks against uh, like K-State, Texas Tech, send games into overtime or put the team in the lead. Uh, what, what, which one stands out in your mind in your career as the one you're most proud of at TCU? Yeah, yeah, uh, they're all they're all special to me. Um, you know, I I remember the the big ones I made. Um, so I, I actually remember like all the misses. I don't remember all the kicks I made, but I remember all the misses. Um, uh, the one that stands out is probably just West Virginia, just because of uh, the kick itself was pretty simple. I think it was thirty seven downwind. Um, you basically just had to get the ball on a decent line and it would stay straight. And um, the kick itself was pretty easy, but the circumstances, you know, it was the first year of the football playoffs. Um, we were still in contention. We had only lost one game. We only lost one game the whole year. Um, I think it was college game day. So college game day was there on the road. Uh, just this, the, the circumstances were, were probably the highest for that game. And, and, you know, it's one of those like, you know, if you miss it, you lose. If you make it, you win. It wasn't like if you miss it, you tie, you know. So uh, basically everything you could think about for pressure was was in that kick. How much have you taken from uh, the coaching staff at TCU in, in your own coaching career? I know, like, it's a little different because you're on an individual basis, but uh, who were some of the guys on that staff that influenced you as far as taking pieces from them and, and implementing in your own coaching career? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Patterson's just, just the way Patterson leads. Um, he's very old school and, and I, I'm kind of the same way. I'm very old school. You know, if you do something wrong, I'm going to tell you. Um, and if you do something right, like that's your job, you know, you should be doing it in the first place. Um, so I really uh, resonated with that. Also, uh, he said, he would say things, you know, like, um, pay attention to the bad stuff thing. You know, the people say about you, don't pay attention to the good stuff because the good stuff is what can hurt you. The bad stuff will motivate you. He would say stuff like that. Um, and, and my personality fits with that. Uh, Coach Sharp was also, you know, just, a, I mean, Sharp's been there since like 85. And, uh, you know, so yeah, it's insane. He's probably the longest, you know, college coach in the history, you know, right now. So, uh, and Sharp was very straight up um, and very point blank which in recruiting and college football, you really don't get that much. Uh, it's hard to find. And so it's, it's easy to respect a guy like Sharp because, you know, whenever I messed up, he lets you know. And uh, whenever I did something right, it was just kind of, you know, what, you know, go over there, go do whatever. Um, so those two guys, just, just how straight up they were. And um, they expected, you know, greatness too, which is good. We'll wrap up our conversation with Jaden in a minute. Before we do that, though, I do want to tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, you can bet on Major League Baseball games. Right now, I would not bet on the Texas Rangers unless the line is for them to lose because they are really in a bad way. But Major League Baseball happening right this minute. Also, though, football is coming up. It's coming soon. So what are you going to do? When college football and the NFL gets here, go to betonline.ag today. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports, he runs it. He does a great job. Give it a try. Try to make some money. Enjoy your sports world while making some cash. Betonline.ag. Let's close up shop now with former TCU kicker Jaden Oberchrome on Locked on Horn Frogs. The kickers on the team now, I feel like I saw in the past, you, you tweet about Griffin before. 
Um, do you know him pretty well? And, and do you reach out to him with advice from time to time? Yeah. So Griffin actually came through our program. So uh, okay. yeah, we, I started training Griffin freshman year of high school. Um, so I started seeing him, you know, three to four times a month from freshman year of high school. And then uh, I still train him. I think I'm going to see him tomorrow night, actually. So okay. yeah, we're close. Um, he's actually one of my, the closer guys I'm with. Um, has done super well. Uh, we mainly just fish these days. Like we'll still kick and make sure everything's in tune, but just to kind of get him away from football, we'll go fish or play golf or something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and I know you've shared some of your story before, but I mean, you had NFL opportunities uh, and decided to go this route instead. So what kind of clicked for you to say, you know, I'd rather go into coaching and, and what made you uh, think about going the private route instead of maybe like, special teams coach on a high school staff or something like that yeah no yeah great question um mainly man it was just faith-based I just feel like I've always been called to coach and uh I didn't want to waste time you know I don't know how much time I have here uh on earth so I just wanted to make the most out of every opportunity and uh as far as like going private compared to like coaching for a team I really miss the team aspect I really miss the locker room being on a coaching staff would be wonderful um, however, being your own boss is maybe even a little better, just being able to, you know, fish and golf and take off whenever you want to. Uh, so my hours these days are probably, uh, a lot better than like a college coach, you know, uh, schedule. So, sure. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's been a crazy week in the college football world. We found out that it looks like Oklahoma and Texas might be leaving, the Big 12 seems like that's pretty much close to a done deal with them headed to the SEC. Uh, and I guess when you got there, Jaden, it was sort of that transition period for TCU coming in to the Big 12. So um, what do you make about sort of the future of, of where the program could end up and kind of the uncertainty around the, the conference realignment right now? Yeah, um, it's it's tough to have an opinion. You know, I, I feel like a lot of these decisions – aren't necessarily based off pure motives. I feel like it's mainly uh, money motivated, uh, which is sad. I feel like a lot of the conferences, I feel like the conferences should be more uh, geographical compared to economical, um, mainly just for the athletes, because I mean, you look at sports that play more games than football, you know, your baseball teams, your basketball teams um, and soccer as well. Those athletes, when I, I mean, half their games are away. Those athletes, you know, at Texas are not going to have to fly to Alabama and Georgia and Mississippi, and they're not going to be driving to Baylor and TCU and flying up to Oklahoma on a one-hour flight. Um, so it's just going to be like a little bit more uh, tough for the athletes, in my opinion. Um, I think it's, you know, you know, the SEC is SEC. It's, it's obviously really good. Um, it's just kind of a shame that a lot of this stuff seems to be more money motivated um, instead of based, you know, about the athletes and the location of the schools. And, and finally, before I let you go, um, as I said earlier, high expectations for, for this TCU team. What do you think about, you know, year three of Max Duggan and, and this group, what they could do as they hit the field here in a couple months? Yeah. And so, like I said, I, I mean, Patterson is very good at motivating after, you know, a bad season. Mm -hmm. um, and so first off, if TCU plays Texas, if they haven't left, we're going <laughs> to be Texas uh, like always. Um, but as far as, you know, I think the chemistry is really starting to like, you know, bind together. And, uh, you know, the, the staff has been there 
uh, for a long time. Half the staff has been there for over 10 years. And it's just so cool to, uh, to see that. And um, man, I, I hope they do great. I hope the Big 12 stays together. Um, I hope TCU does great. And uh, I think college football will be surprised how they do. It's Jaden Overcrome. He had a great career at TCU. He's now in the coaching world. And again, that's Overcrome Kicking. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. It's Jaden Overcrome's his name. So if you want to search that, if you have somebody in your life who could use that type of uh, coaching, hit him up for sure. Hey, man, we, we appreciate it so much. And, and thanks for making some time for us today. Yeah, no, I appreciate you, Stephen. And thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you. Thank you to Jaden Obercrone for being willing to join the show today. I know a lot of you are thinking about realignment. That's the huge topic right now. I understand that. We'll have more on that on Tuesday and throughout the week. But I also still want to hone in on, you know, this TCU football team, what they have in store coming up. So we'll try to do that as well throughout the rest of this week. This has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every